Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. I am your host, Leah Myers, and I have um, my special guest and really great friend, Camille, with me today. So we're going to just kind of give introductions of ourselves, then we're going to talk about how it all began with our freelance journey on Upwork, and then we'll conclude and give you some um, some ideas of what's coming out in the next few weeks. So I have been freelancing on the Upwork platform since May of 2018. I became a six-figure freelancer on Upwork within the 12 months of starting. I maintain the top-rated freelance badge on Upwork, and I'll put that in the show notes so you can kind of learn about their badge system. And um, at the time that we're recording this introduction, I have worked 9,418 hours billed through the platform um, in a little over five years. So that's kind of a crazy stat that I looked up this morning. i I choose to freelance because of my why. Um, it's really about working when I want to work, working how much I want to work, and where I want to work. Those three things are super important for me. I have never missed out on the big or little things of my kids' lives, and that's been something that's really been a huge foundation of me as a person, as a parent, and as an entrepreneur. So the Upwork platform has definitely provided all of that for me the last five years, and I'm super grateful to continue to pass this along. Um, So I'll have Camille kind of introduce herself, give her why, and all that stuff. Yeah, so I'm Camille, and I have been freelancing since late 2016, if I remember correctly. Um, And I also started on the Upwork platform. I started in general VA work and have kind of niched down since then into Pinterest management and strategy. I also have a 100% job success rate and they top rated badge on Upwork. And I, unlike Leah, don't have that many hours because I don't do a lot of hourly contracts anymore, but I have done a total of 77 jobs in 756 total build hours on Upwork, but I do more of the fixed rate, um, which is a little different than Leah does. Um, so that is why mine is lower. Um, but yeah, I, I like Leah have kids. And so being home with them has always been the priority and being able to get them to camps and school and field trips has always been important. So that is why I started freelancing and fell in love and kind of never looked back over the last what, five years? Longer than that now? Yeah. Seven years? <laughs> awesome. I I brought Camille on to the first episode of Talking Freelance because I got started on the Upwork platform because of her. So it's kind of a funny story where we'll just kind of jump in and share a little bit, but I was definitely that naysayer of how are you going to make this work? what is it? That doesn't seem feasible. So I was very negative on like, does this make sense? It didn't make sense in my brain at the time. So 
Um, yeah, if you want to just kind of share your recollection of that year and a half that you started before me, because um, we've been friends, you know, that whole time. Yes. So I have a four-year degree in psychology and thought I wanted to be a psychologist and started working in the school district at Para and had a love-hate relationship with it. Um, knew I couldn't sustain that and grow a family. So I started taking on some data entry or just general VA work. And Leah thought I was crazy. She thought, well, this is a good side hustle, but you'll never make sustainable money because um, we needed to be a two-income household. And I proved her wrong. I, within that first year and a half, was working for a marketing company um, pretty consistently doing all their back-end stuff. I learned a lot through that company, but unfortunately, they closed their doors right after I had my daughter. Uh, so I had to pivot, um, which is kind of when Leah's business took off and I niched down in 2018 to Pinterest. And again, felt like I was starting over when I niched down, but I found some people as tester clients within the Upwork platform and just scaled and grew as more and more people were searching for the type of work that I was doing um, and kind of grew from there. I, I had to start very broad though. If you're just starting and you know you want to be in marketing or you know you want to be in data entry or you want to write blogs or you want to edit blogs or podcasts, knowing what that big overreaching job type or skill set that you have that you want is kind of where you have to start. And then once you do really good at that and find clients and get experience, then you can kind of niche down and into the things that you truly do love. I know, I think if I remember correctly, Leah started pretty broad. I as did well before we niched down. Yep. I started as a general virtual assistant, taking on any job and every job that I possibly could. One of the pivoting moments when I jumped all into finding clients on the Upwork platform is I relocated um, three and a half hours away from my what was home for the previous five years. And so that was a big change. And I didn't have the bandwidth in my brain to do that relocate plus be a mom, plus get acclimated in a new community, plus have a bunch of ways that I'm finding new clients. So that's where I just really latched on to the Upwork opportunity of having one place to find clients, have one place to work with clients, and one place to really build clients. So I didn't have to worry about, you know, figuring out where all of my clients are paying me, setting all of that up. I could really focus on applying for the jobs, finding work, and, you know, working on the platform and making the money instead of having to have all of my um, freelance systems and processes ironed out outside of the platform. It was just already kind of done for me. And so when Camille said that she was going to start niching down is when I was ramping up in all of the general v VA jobs that I possibly could. And I was like, I don't see how you're going to be able to scale that. And then if there's enough jobs, and again, here's me like as is naysayer. And then I got to the point where I was having to learn so many different platforms, so many, so much different tech, so much di um, different ways that clients wanted me to work for them. And the problem that came out of that was 
I didn't know which end was up most days. Like I was working on, you know, a client project, 20 minutes here, an hour here to try and fill my day. And at the end of the day, my head was just swimming. And so, yes, I was working how much I wanted to work, but I was like this chaotic mom as soon as my kids got done with school and that was not effective. So working through the opportunity of learning how to scale, raise my rates, I knew that I also needed to niche down because I was at the top dollar doing great work for my clients. I had a ton of great reviews. Um, I had lots of clients who loved working with me, but I was at the top rate that a virtual assistant could make. And I knew that I needed to scale because I didn't want to continue working, you know, 40, 50 hours at the rate that I was that I needed to kind of pay attention to raising my rates next. And so I chose to go down that path, which I'll let you share yours um, in just a second. I came to that of niching down into the Kajabi platform, becoming a strategy and developer on that one platform so I could control the amount of tech that I had to learn where I was just able to continue learning about one avenue of the indus- of the online industry instead of everything. Yeah, I'm really similar in that way as I wanted to have variety in the work that I was doing, but learned very quickly that keeping up with Pinterest and Facebook and Instagram, and this was before TikTok was big, was super overwhelming. My brain was having a really hard time going from Facebook Avenue to Instagram Avenue back to Pinterest for these clients. So once I had my daughter and I was working in in between nap times and feedings and on her schedule, I realized that my brain functioned best with Pinterest because I still got to do design. I still got to do analytics. I still got to do keyword research and help create a strategy for my clients, but it was all within one platform or one avenue. And um, niching down again, I could charge more. And it's the same as like Leah said, as a mom and needing to be present for our family, having that one cohesive platform to apply for jobs, look for jobs, have that on my schedule of, okay, I'm going to see what jobs were posted every day, Monday through Friday at 9am when she has her bottle and I'm looking at my phone or whatever it was. Um, really helped me scale or take on more work when I wanted to and take on less work when I knew we were going to be busy. Because again, I had monthly management clients, but I also still do, it's my favorite thing to do, is like one-off strategy or teaching business owners or people's VAs how to utilize Pinterest. So that's a two to four week project for me instead of 10 to 20 hours a month of monthly management. So being able to have those two avenues as well on Pinterest, all with, or on Upwork, all around Pinterest has allowed me to find more jobs as well and build and scale as I see fit, um, not as the industry sees fit. Mm -hmm. I think the greatest thing that's happened since I've started, you have to go through your own journey. You have to kind of own that. You have to figure out what makes the most sense for you. But I love and I appreciate so much of my general VA time that I did because I learned a lot. I could work and I could test jobs out to see if this was something that I was interested in. I didn't have to go be an 
go be an intern where I'm not getting paid. I could be making money at the same time. And it kind of led me down this path. It connected me with a ton of different people that I still refer out to today. And it's really allowed me to become an expert in the thing that I want to become an expert in. So it really eliminates a lot of burnout. It keeps you, it keeps me working in, um, you know, just how much I want to work and when I want to work, you know, when I'm still getting those times in my life where I'm procrastinating things, I know that I have a client that's not aligned with what I should be doing. And so I just need to wrap that client up, move on find someone else who fills my cup. Um, so that's been the greatest thing that I've learned over the past five years. And we'll jump more into, you know, all of that in the next few weeks over the series of really setting up a solid business foundation on the Upwork platform. But what has been your greatest takeaway from being a freelancer for several years now? My biggest takeaway is that it's okay to hear the word no, because normally that means you're not a good fit Mm -hmm. for that client, um, as well as being consistent. So Those are two things that you need as a business owner in general, whether you are freelancing or having any type of business, you need to be consistent. And Upwork made that easy in the sense that I knew I could log in every day and look for jobs, or I knew I had the choice of applying for a job or not applying for the job. And that I can say yes, or I can say no, and a client can say yes, and a client can say no. But doing interviews, doing applications, having a solid, consistent foundation of applying is what grew my business. I wouldn't have a 100% job success rate or a top-rated badge if I was applying once a week or once a month or just looking for jobs in a panic because I need to pay a bill. That wouldn't give me a sustainable business, but Upwork has been a great resource for a sustainable business the last seven years. Mm -hmm. I, I totally agree. I think that being able to be in that back and forth communication with clients, like they can tell you no, but we can also tell them no. And the beginning of freelancing, I felt like I had to say yes to every single job because I needed the money. Now I'm at a place in my business where I can decide if they're a right fit and I have the right and opportunity to say no as well. So that's super helpful and definitely a perk for me. Um, and not have that pressure because I know that I can go back to that job bank. I can apply for some additional jobs and I will find the right person that makes the most sense for me to work with. And I can really help them become a successful business owner with the services that I provide. Yes. And I guess my other last tip would be even if you're new, apply for jobs that sound like a good fit. Because you can do 8 million interviews and learn more about yourself and what you want in an ideal client the more that you put yourself out there. Agreed. Yep, for sure. Um, So the purpose and the mission behind this podcast is to really help other entrepreneurs and freelancers get started on the Upwork platform, talk about the platform, but also hone in for, if you're not looking at that platform, hone in on the skills that you have through the experts that we're going to share. I will be having additional um, 
rock stars that are on the Upwork platform share their stories, their mission, but it's truly my passion to help others achieve success, whether it's on the Upwork platform or just freelancing in general. So anything else that you want to add, Camille? No? I don't think so. Okay. Awesome. Um, I'm so grateful for our friendship over these years. We've always had, you know, the ability to not talk to each other for a few weeks and then hop on a call and we're, we pick up right where we're left off. We have such a great relationship and I'm so grateful for you. Um, so over the next um, few weeks, we're going to be jumping into the true foundation, my freelance success method that I have helped many clients get successful on the Upwork platform. Um, we're going to talk about really how to get started on Upwork, everything from building your profile, looking at what jobs to apply for, just the, the basics of getting started on the platform. And then we're going to talk about finding work as an Upwork talent or aka a freelancer. Um, there now, instead of calling people freelancers on the Upwork platform, they're using the word independent talent quite a bit. So just want to recognize that as well. And then we'll go into the following week talking about working as a freelancer on the platform, working at with your clients, how to find clients, making sure that they're the right fit and all those things. And then we'll finish that series with how to get paid on Upwork. So there's lots of different ways to make sure that you are getting paid what you're worth, making sure that you're getting paid for the contracts that you are supposed to get paid on. And like what we talked about earlier, Camille does a lot of fixed rate contracts. I do a lot of hourly contracts. We'll dive into the difference between those and it should be great. So thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to connecting with you all on the next podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert, Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at talkingfreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.